It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the A to Z Sports Powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook. YouTube and Twitch links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out uh, all of you like Wilson County Hyundai, make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, keeping us safe and protecting your information online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations in the mid-states, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro online at krebskubota.com. So before uh, we discuss uh, the late, great Frank Wycheck, Titans legend, tight end, three-time Pro Bowler, and Longtime broadcaster dying uh, at his home in Chattanooga over the weekend after a fall in his house. I do want to give a, a shout out to everybody going through it uh, that were affected by the tornadoes in Middle Tennessee and Southern Kentucky uh, Saturday, uh, Clarksville through Southern Kentucky counties, Hendersonville, Gallatin, and up through that area of the Middle Tennessee area. Uh, we've, Zach, I feel like it's been unfortunate that we've had too many of these dang tornado shows where. We come on and there's a tornado that came through or tornadoes uh, that went through the area and, and hit a lot of different people that are Titans fans that are in our geographical area that are part of our audience. And so I hope everybody is okay. And uh, it always is brutal to just to see the images the next day of people losing their home. So I did want to give a, a shout out to uh, anybody that's dealing with that loss of power everywhere uh, throughout the area. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Tornadoes are scary, and I'm based here in Nashville, right? More uh, southern than where it hit. But right mm-hmm. before it came, you walk outside, and you it, it there's no birds chirping. It's that yeah. like dull air, and that's the that's the scary part. That is the storm is it coming? So a lot of people lost their their homes, some lost their lives, which was very very unfortunate. Lost their business. So a big you know, we got to rally around as a community in Middle Tennessee, help everybody build back up. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think everybody appreciates the, the recognition of that scary tornado. We hope everybody is safe uh, throughout the course of the weekend. And absolutely on, on that. And, and we've also done a couple of these unfortunate shows where we've had to remember a former great Titan and Frank Wycheck passing away at the age of 52, way too young for Frank Wycheck, who was, uh, one of the orchestrators who had his fingertips all over one of the greatest plays in NFL history, the Music City Miracle, but was more than just that for this Tennessee Titans organization and this Nashville community. Frank passing away first uh, shared the news was Paul Kaharski at his website, paulkaharski.com. Paul, a really great friend of Frank's, and really Paul was one of the, the ones who was the liaison towards Frank Wycheck and the Nashville community 
since Frank retired from Nashville Broadcasting, moved up to Philadelphia uh, afterwards, and then had moved back to Chattanooga to be closer to some family, uh, but apparently fell in his home, hit his head, and was found unresponsive Saturday. And so the unfortunate news of Frank passing away at age 52 in our website, a to zsports.com, uh, Sam and Evan have uh, put together some good pieces uh, that share some things about Frank Wycheck. And I know Buck Rising working on talking to a lot of people around the Titans uh, to have a longer piece with good quotes and thoughts on Frank uh, as well. But Zach, you know, and I'm sure it's been said so many times over the last 24 hours that the Tennessee Titans era began with 9, 27, and 89. Steve McNair, Eddie George, Frank Wycheck. Those three guys defined professional football in Nashville, across the state, definitely Middle Tennessee, with how they played on the field, their personalities off of it, their blue-collar nature, uh, and really how they dedicated themselves to this city. Uh, and, you know, there's obviously there's other names and numbers that go into those three, but those three guys went in the Titans' ring of honor together, and unfortunately, Eddie George is still the only one with us. Uh, Steve McNair, obviously, tragically shot and killed uh, over a decade ago, about 15, it'll be 15 years this summer. And then Frank Wycheck uh, on Saturday over the weekend, passing away at 52. It's just, unfortunately, uh, two of the three pillars, as Lucas calls them, the pillars, uh, not to be confused with Zach Pillar, who looked a lot like Frank Wycheck and those guys running around Nashville together. But uh, two of those threes uh, are gone way too early. Uh, so Zach, I'll kind of give you a, a chance to, open up with your thoughts on, on Frank Wycheck. Yeah, no, I think you hit on, you know, it was the Nashville version of the triplets, right? You know, you had Emmett Smith, Michael Irvin, and Troy Aikman. This was Nashville's version. And yeah. for a new franchise that had moved from Houston and the excitement that happened, that was a very unique situation of the success, the immediate success. Now, they had built up, right? They had trans, you know, transferred from Houston to Memphis, Memphis to Nashville, but in that 1999 season, it really set the tone for football fans in the South and really in this area. And you and I are both from this area. We have memories of going to Titans games. I was at the very first Titans game ever against the Cincinnati Bengals. That's a memory I'll never forget, right? And Frank Wycheck, Eddie George, and Steve McNair were the representatives of this city in the football community. We do this each and every day. And if you're watching this show, we appreciate it, but we assume that you're a football fan, right? Like that's why you're here is to talk football is to talk ball. And if you are part of the show and watching the show, we assume that you're a Titans fan as well. Cause that's what we do each and every day. And if you're a Titans fan for a week or a decade, it doesn't really matter. The foundation was set with Frank Wycheck, Steve McNair and Eddie George. And it's really sobering as you bring up, only one is left. Eddie is yeah. a torchbearer of this community and that Titans era. And it's unfortunate with Frank and Steve McNair's passing that there's really only one left. And you know, I think the other hard part to swallow, and this is a, a, a bigger conversation than anything else, is the documented health of Frank Wycheck since leaving football. Really, and it was public because he was on radio, and I'm sure we'll dive more into you know his time at 104.5 The Zone, 
which you know he talked each and every day. It's and Blaine Bishop, right, was a part of that and still a part yeah. of 1045. You need those brand amba- ambassadors that kind of leave the the football era, go into broadcasting, and you still get to hear them because they are a re- representative or a voice from those teams that brought us so much joy and heartbreak, right? That's sports, so it's both. But the documentation of his health problems and his brain injury and the CTE story that Paul Kowarski had written back in the day uh, at ESPN, everybody had kind of known. And everybody had had heard it. I think that's the other unique part. Austin, Mm -hmm. you and I had had many conversations. I had had them with my dad, who everybody has their, like, their father's radio show or their father's television show. Like that was my dad's morning show. It was Mark Howard, Kevin Ingram, and Frank Wycheck. He owned the UPS store for like 17 years in downtown Nashville. He would listen to him every single day driving into work. And if something would happen, we'd have a phone call and he'd talk about what Frank said or what what Mark said or what Kevin said. And it's just so difficult to know what, really Frank Wycheck was going through in his brain if, in fact, he did have CTE, which we all assume. We'll, 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 we may know more now if they go through an autopsy and we'll figure out kind of the, the, the secondary nature of that. But that's impactful of today's game of football and why we play the way that we play football today versus yeah. in 1999, 1997, and some of the hits that Frank uh, you know, hit. And uh, just to wrap up that dialogue, we do wish, you know, Frank's family there's, there's, and everybody that knew Frank, right. There's that, that yeah. part of this passing that is very hard to swallow with anybody, you know, anybody's death. Yeah. And uh, Frank's family did put out the statement and did say that uh, for CTE research, uh, he will, his brain will be donated for those efforts to find more about that. And fortunately you can only know if CTE is there uh, post uh, life. So look, there's, there's so much to get into. I, I was typing out a tweet yesterday of just all the different families that Frank had, right? His, his actual last name by blood family his Titans family, Titans radio family, 104.5 The Zone family, the whole city of Nashville, everybody who woke up and listened to the Wake Up Zone, driving into work, into school, whatever, uh, all of uh, the family uh, that Frank touched uh, right there. And I'm sure we've got memories, and I've got some childhood memories that, that I'll kind of share here of, of Frank Whitecheck on and off the field. But I uh, do want to get the chat more involved. If you have a memory, uh, a, a moment of Frank uh, – getting to meet Frank, whatever it is that you have to share. Uh, we're going to get to the chat here. And also, uh, because of the Music City Miracle, we do want to discuss this and, and really hear from you guys and how you're remembering Frank Wycheck. So in honor of Frank Wycheck, where were you during the Music City Miracle? Where were you during the Music City Miracle? We want to get to this and really make this about our community and uh, how we can remember Frank Wycheck, a great Titan uh, who had a lot of fantastic moments uh, on and off the field here in Nashville. But first, Krebs Kubota is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com, Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment provider. They are an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best equipment in the industry with the best warranties. We've been talking a lot about family so far this morning. They're family-owned and operated for over 18 years in the Mid-States, and they've done so well with customer service and their family-run business. They've grown. They just started in Columbia, and now they have Franklin and Murfreesboro to go along with that. 
serving you across the entire mid-state area for all of your equipment needs, KrebsKubota.com. It is eSports. We are brought to you by our morning show is title sponsored by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and use the bonus code ATOZ Sports to the king of the sports book right there. Download on your Apple or Android app store. They're hooking you up. You got two Monday night football games tonight. A lot of action to get to. That's BetMGM. All right, so Zach, we want to ask people, try to get you guys involved here to remember Frank Wycheck, who once again passed away tragically at his home in Chattanooga at the age of 52 after a fall uh, in his home and found unresponsive on Saturday. So where were you during the Music City Miracle? January of 2000, the Titans were 13-3 and in their first year of the Tennessee Titans. Frank was a part of the Titans jersey unveiling at Nissan at Adelphia Coliseum uh, that spring before a magical season going undefeated at Adelphia Coliseum and then getting a home playoff game against the Buffalo Bills. 16 seconds left down. Christie just hit the field goal and the kickoff happens. Short kick to Lorenzo Neal. Frank Whitecheck gets it, hits Kevin Dyson across the field with a lateral. Uh, and then up the sideline, KD goes, and Dr. Dyson will be, uh, I think, a part of the Titans radio broadcast tonight. And the rest is history. One of the greatest plays in NFL history. And Pat Ryan, he's got something. He's got something as Mike Keith loses his mind but beautifully lays out a call that will go down in history, the Music City Miracle. Where were you when that happened? I was – not even 10 years old yet, Zach. So I'll, we'll get to the chat here uh, in a, a, right now. I'll let you go. Where were you when the Music City Miracle hit? So we'll uh, get more people's uh, remem- remembering of that crazy moment. Well, I think you start with John, which is, I mean, I think this is a great comment to start us off. Music City Miracle wow. happened the day that John was born. That's why he is a Titans fan. Thank you, Frank. So, I mean, what a great way to, to kind of start. Uh, I was in di- Rashid was in di- diapers. He's sitting there. And that's the, the young and the old as time goes by. That's also why we like to uh, to ask these questions. Patrick says that he was at home watching it on TV. Unbelievable. In his kitchen with his best friend from Damon. About to head to Laser Quest. Throwback oh, to Laser man. Quest. Amazing. Never forget. Home in Laser Jersey Quest. from Dre. Just moved there that year. At home in Oklahoma. Outside playing from IR was nine. Got into football at ten because the Titan, a Titans fan, after watching the Super Bowl, in which those are the type of moments. That's why it's so impactful. Of like Steph Curry and Patrick Mahomes, like that's where you get fandom. Is that kids yeah. want to root for those type teams instead of the the losing teams? And at that point, the Titans were winners. Uh, still living in Jersey at home, watching with family, watching with friends and family at his friend's house from Johnny. Don't think I've ever been excited at that moment. Also crushing when they lost the Super Bowl. Uh, absolutely there. All, watching on television in Pennsylvania from Linwood. Watching in front of the television from Chuck yelling and jumping up and down. Five, nine tall, but bumped the head on the ceiling that day. Right there, <laughs> sitting on it. There, Chuck. <laughs> Scott sitting at my house, uh, at my parents' house, remembering, asking my grandpa, uh, in heaven for some help. I didn't want to see another playoff collapse by the Bills. Uh, being from Illinois, Frank Wycheck was one of the guys that made uh, Blake fall in love with the Titans, RIP, Music City Miracles, one of 
Brandon's first core memories for sports, six years old, family's living room cemented in Brandon becoming a, a Titans fan. This is, I think, this is the great part about what we do and getting to know, you know, this community is that it are it is moments like that that now, you know, butterfly effect, Austin. That's why they're watching this show right now, yeah. is because of maybe what Frank did in that moment and all of the snowball effect over the years of Titans fans becoming Titans fans. And that was a huge, iconic moment, not only in Titans history, but in NFL history. As when you were kind of standing that call, I was kind of getting chills because yeah, you have a visual of that play. And the best part of it was kind of twofold. First, that it worked, right? Mm -hmm. But second, it was practice, right? That was not one of those, you know, we're just going to write on a chalkboard on the sideline. It was not Travis Kelsey to, 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 to Tony last night, right? That wasn't... That was unscripted, right? Offsides or not. But, you know, so for me, the home run throwback, as it was called uh, in the playbook, that the Titans had practiced, you know, once a week or so as the legend goes uh, leading up, and you never know when it was going to be pulled out. But for, for me, I you know, where I was, I was in my living room in my, in my childhood home that we lived in for 16 years. And I, I remember watching it in that living room on what, what at the time was like a big screen, 32 inch TV at the time. <laughs> and then uh, seeing that and just going blank, just losing my, I, I, again, I was nine years old. I didn't turn 10 until a few months after that. And then I did what I always did after a Titans win around that age, you run outside and you immediately try to go do it in the backyard. You try to go relive that moment in the backyard with a football and the neighborhood friends. Uh, so that's where I was during the Music City Miracle is, uh, you know, get the other, other kids on the street and go try to, to rework the Music City Miracle an hour after it happened. And, you know, at the time, do you realize as a nine-year-old that this team is just a couple wins away from the Super Bowl? No, but it, it was an, an unbelievable moment uh, that everybody has kind of frozen in their mind. And even in my childhood room, and I think it's still at my parents' house in the bonus room, we had a piece of art that was a Music City Miracle like painting. And it, the big picture up top was of Dyson going down the sideline and the, si the Titans sideline cheering behind him. And there were three or four images below it of the step-by-step, -step, like Lorenzo handing it to Frank, Frank throwing it, Dyson with a catch leaning down, and then the big image of him running on the sideline. And so and I remember the security guard up in the air, Jeff Fisher cheering, Steve hat backwards in the, there too. So I, I think that's where, you know, all of like that, the Music City Miracle is still in my parents' house. Like it's like, it's still a part of what this city is when it comes to pro sports. I'm, I'm going to go grab something on my wall. Now you just reminded me of this and I, I, you forget about what's on your wall, but I've got this, right. This is a, an awesome. I'll show it to the. I'll show it to the group here in a second. But you're absolutely right. What it does is it makes you think about memories that you don't think about, right? Yep. I was in my childhood home. This was before like we renovated our kitchen, so this is like old school. Like I remember, like Peak this is my child. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. About that, like, and you had the kitchen television 
that was about that big that you had yeah. to like turn the little knobs and it had an antenna. And that's how we watched like at our really small kitchen table, man, I, right next to the laundry room, the kitchen table is literally like you can reach to the laundry room. And so, but, but you walk out, you turn right and there's the den, right? And that's where the, the 32 inch big screen is. And when that happened in a hallway, and I remember running down the hallway back and down and I was emulating because I was a young kid myself. I was emulating Kevin Dyson yelling back and forth. And it was just, there's, there's nothing more than an adrenaline rush. Cause this is, this is football. This is the emotion of the bills winning. And then, Oh no, they didn't. The Titans are going to advance and you're going to get another week of Titans buildup of Titans football. And there's nothing. I mean, it brings a huge smile to my face of that moment that nobody will ever forget if you are. And this is the craziest part is far and wide. If you're a Titans fan, yeah, it means a lot more than Music City Miracle play. But if you're an NFL fan and you watched that, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's it's. It's what just happened in a win or go home type situation. So, man, yeah, it brings a smile to your face of that memory at that moment of being victorious, right? And Lucas is right. That 32-inch television weighed about 200 pounds. <laughs> yes. It took three people to move in and out of your home. Yeah, absolutely. So, Zach, uh, give me a second because uh, my mom just texted me a picture of that music city miracle picture that I was talking about. So I'm going to try to do my best to pull this up um, on the screen real quick. Uh, and then I'll let you run and get your thing off the wall as we, you know, look, it, this is, I'm smiling because I'm remembering childhood moments, but it's unfortunately because of the passing of Frank white And so here uh, is this picture. Oh, Zach, yeah. If you want to go run and get yours, I mean, you see it, at the bottom, you know, Lorenzo handing it to Frank. Uh, Frank taking the turn to create the space for Dyson in the bottom left. The throw, the leaning fadeaway throw down the stripe. Um, and then uh, Dyson leaning down and catching it. As you see behind the line, Adam Schefter. Behind the line, Adam Schefter. So it's a lateral. And then the image of uh, all the celebration as Dyson goes down the sideline. I, you know, just hearing in like, there's, there's calls that just, you can hear in the middle of your sleep and it's Pat Ryan just saying, he's got something, he's got something, he's got it. <laughs> and then you, it's just so good. It's just so good. And the fact that like Mike Keith and, and Pat Ryan did that and it was just organic is also something that blows my mind too of how good that was organically and naturally just makes me have chills on top of the moment itself. And then the most important line of any line is there are no flags on the field. Cause that's what you want in that situation. Somebody's holding, right? Like there's gotta <laughs> yeah, be a right? hold, but yeah. there was no hold. There were no flags on the field. And then the other funny part is back then I, they had review, right? They reviewed this. Uh, they, yeah, I believe. Yeah, they reviewed it, which I think I was already outside. Like, I, I like, there's something about big plays and sports happening, and the male uh, just urged to run. Like, men run. We just sprint. 
I don't know why, but like something big happens and it's just go as fast as you can somewhere. And that's just what we do. Uh, so I, I figured this out because it says 10 years of Titans football. Let's see if I can, nice. see if there I you can go. hold that and I'll move this out of the way. But the, I, I, guess I got this, and I'm now remembering this. I got this when I worked for Titans Radio because it says there's only 100 made. And yeah. you've got Bud Adams. You've got, obviously, Frank and Eddie and T-Rack even. T-Rack making an appearance. Bruce Matthews, Jeff Fisher, and a very cool drawing that, yeah. you know, it's these type of memories that that you remember as a kid. I don't know who drew this, but pretty impressive because it's drawn by like pencil. This is pre-digital art. <laughs> this is pre-digital art. Uh, yeah. 48 of 100. Oh, 12, 12, 2006. So that's when that, that's an old, old school drawing. That's all pencil. You that's said hand. 12, 12. That's almost, it'd be tomorrow is 12, 12. As far as the date. That's goes. right. Well, so this is a perfect time to celebrate the history of this photo, yeah. this drawing. Really? It's not even a photo. So, yeah, Pretty that well. is what embodies Titans fandom, right? Yeah. I mean, you sit there like I, I grew up in is that's documented. I was a football fan before the Titans moved. I lived in Nashville, so I grew up a, I was a Buccaneers fan. But the best part about that is they're in the NFC. The AFC, you got the Titans, right? And so that's what really matters is you have both sides of of the conferences of the league and you just, I mean, now I now we just watch football to watch football, right? I mean, yeah. that that's that is where it has become. But Frank, yeah. a huge part of all of the memories that you and I just expressed, and the comments, the comments validate of that's how this works, you know? Yeah, I, I want to get to a couple comments here um, about this, and so uh, real quick, but I, I have more memories, right? Because I do think there's the off-the-field version of Frank Wycheck too, that I think uh, had just as big of an impact to the Nashville area, Middle Tennessee, and why we love the Titans and pro football so much in this area. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your health plan, health, dental, and vision. 200-plus locations with agents all across the state, and that's valuable because you want you want a company that you can rely on. I mean, honestly, especially when it comes to health services and health plans, Farm Bureau Health Plans can take care of you. You take a quick health assessment. doesn't take long. Within 24 to 48 hours, they give you a quote. When I took the health assessment and I got the quote, it was a lot cheaper and a lot better coverage. I instantly was like, this makes sense for me. It can make sense for you and your family. Again, 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans trust Farm Bureau Health Plans. Tennessee Volunteers trust Farm Bureau Health Plans. You can, too. A to Z also trust Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash A to Z. Go there today and take your health assessment and get a quote and make a decision. All right, with BetMGM tonight, Titans in Miami, 14-point dogs, but that's okay. Go big 
with your first bet offer with BetMGM code ATOZ Sports. You get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's only when you sign up with bonus code ATOZ Sports with the BetMGM app. BetMGM game sense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older. Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification under requirements. First, online room money wager only. Or we're using knowledge of bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days. And for problem games, sport code Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. I uh, want to get some more comments and then talk a bit more about Frank off the field. Eric in the super chat says per Jeff Fisher, Kevin Dyson was the third stringer uh, on the music city miracle. He didn't pay attention in practice and had to be told on the spot what to do. It wasn't, I don't think it was that, that Dr. Dyson didn't pay attention in practice because Dr. Dyson pays attention to everything, but it, yeah, Derek Mason. Well, he was uh, a younger uh, man back then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. He, he now pay attention. Year, Third year player, uh, Kevin Dyson, but no, it was the um, I, I believe it was Derek Mason was the main go to, he was the, the main return guy that year. And I believe he had a concussion or was out with an injury in that moment. And then I want to say Isaac Bird was the other, was the second, and then he was out for whatever reason. And then Dyson, yeah, was the third stringer on that. And it goes into you know the I think the Music City Miracle and Frank Wycheck, and then I also remember a few weeks later in the Super Bowl, Dyson was one yard short, but man, Frank was open, right? And that's the whole thing. Whenever you start talking about the one yard short play and Dyson gets tackled, Mike Jones with a great open field tackle, short of the end zone, man, Steve missed Frank. Frank was open in the back of the end zone. If only Steve would have saw him. And there's like, how different would things have be if Steve saw Frank, Frank makes a catch, and the Titans tie that game with an extra point to go to overtime in the Super Bowl when there hadn't been an overtime yet in a Super Bowl. But there's a lot of uh, those type of memories with Frank. And so, um, Zach, off the field, I remember two main things about Frank Wycheck. I remember the Jeff Fisher celebrity softball games at the old Greer Stadium because Frank was just hitting dingers. Like, Frank was the guy on the team that could hit the softball the furthest. I'll always remember that. And then I think where my love for sports talk radio began was when I was 14 and 15 years old before I could drive, you know, the, uh, the carpool on our street. Uh, we used to go to get taken to school by Mr. Shelton who lived down the street, who is uh, the photo uh, prototype of a retired New York fireman is Mr. Shelton mustache and all accent and all he would drive us and his uh, sons to, to school and it was always listening to Wake Up Zone for that 15 to 20 to 25 minute drive to Brentwood High School or to Brentwood Middle School at that point. And it was usually during the put a sock in it uh, segment. And so there was always put a sock in it, I believe, on Tuesdays during that. And so now you're looking at, you know, Frank Wycheck and Mark Howard, both without gone uh, now recently on that show. But uh, that's, you know, where. Sports Talk Radio. I began listening to Sports Talk Radio at that 14, 13, 14, 15 years old, uh, listening to the Wake Up Zone on uh, with our partners, 104.5 The Zone, back uh, going in the, that big white suburban that you always saw in the 90s too. Yeah, and you know, the, the radio show was impactful because it spread the word about the Titans. At that point, the Titans needed the PR. They needed the marketing, right? Because you, you have a brand new product there's some education, you know, Nashville, you know, really, I think, you know, took to it quite quick because of the success, but you also need that follow-up and learning 
you know, the coverage, whether it's the radio show, whether it's Jim Wyatt of the Tennessean writing about it, Teresa Walker, or, you know, all of the, the longtime greats, whether it's reporting or broadcasting, that we're surrounded. You used to go to O'Charlie's for the coaches show. Like, you need <laughs> those type things to help build a product. And Frank was a massive part on and off the field after his football playing days were over. And so it's sad to see him go and it's tragic, especially with the events that, that, that occurred, but he will be remembered in a, in a, a bright light. And that's, I mean, at the end of the day, when all of our time will come, right? Yeah. I think that should be somewhat of the goal. Do you love the people around you? And did you make a, a better impact than, uh, before and I feel like Frank made an impact and so deep uh, that, yeah yeah and that that's positive on not just one but many especially in this area yeah so I, I know this I know we will have our uh, Titans pregame show uh, tonight I know Jack Gentry I talked to Jack briefly yesterday uh, has a lot of memories of Frank Wycheck and that's how a lot of you know uh, people Jack's age got into the Titans football was listening to Frank with Mike Keith and I know Titans radio will have a phenomenal day of programming as well as 104.5 The Zone. Uh, I did hear Kevin Ingram for a bit this morning on 104.5 talking about his friends Frank Wycheck and Mark Howard as well. Uh, but Zach, anything else to get to here before we uh, move on to football football today on this Monday? No, I just think that uh, it was great to remember Frank and and there will be more story. Here, Here's the last thing I'll say. Tonight is the type of bro- uh, the type of broadcast that you need to tune into Titans Radio. Yeah. I worked for Titans Radio for a number of years. I interned there. That's how I got my start. And I know the work that Rep Brian puts in and all of the staff. They're going to have some great great clips. I know you may not be a radio guy, they you can stream it. I'm sure they'll tweet it out. But this is a promotion for listening to the pregame, not of ESPN and all the people that don't know about the Tennessee Titans, but figuring out a way to listen to Titans radio pregame tonight because it will be worth listening to. I know that for a fact. No, you're exactly right. Yeah, figure it out. (laughs) Figure out how to listen to Titans radio. No doubt about that one. All right, Zach, you and I both have one thing that must happen tonight for the Titans to have a chance Uh, to shock the NFL on Monday Night Football, and we'll do that. But first, uh, if you're still looking, and maybe, look, it's getting close. We are two weeks away from Christmas Day, everybody. So you better get get giddy up and go for your uh, shopping season. And you can do that with a Moments Peace Salon and Day Spa, amomentspeace.com slash Christmas, amomentspeace.com slash Christmas. It is the best thing. I typically, hopefully, fingers crossed, receive a gift card from a moment's peace salon and day spa this year for Christmas. Because my wife and I, we love the couple's massages. They're phenomenal. And we also love giving uh, the a moment's peace uh, uh, gift cards as well. Because there's so many different ways you can uh, set up the person you care about to have what they want. The half day of peace. The mani-pedi. Couple's massages I've talked about. Hydrofacials. That's our big deals now. Or a full day of peace. And all it takes is for you to win and get hero status for Christmas is to go to a momentspeace.com slash Christmas, 
a momentspeace.com slash Christmas. They have concierge service to make it easy for you to just get a gift card. They wrap it up beautifully. It's in Cool Springs. If you want to go in there and get a really nice envelope that's all wrapped with a bow and gold and pretty, you can do that for the stocking or under the tree, whatever it is. A momentspeace.com slash Christmas uh, right there to win this Christmas season. Well, and what I was going to say is you've got Titans Radio and 104.5 The Zone, but when the clock hits 30 minutes before kickoff, you need to be locked in to our pregame halftime postgame show. You got tonight with Sam Phelan and Jack Gentry. It is brought to you by BetMGM, as you see down, along with a plethora of great sponsors. So you can listen to Titans Radio all you want. But when that clock hits 30 minutes prior to kickoff, make sure your live notifications are on and you get tuned in to our pregame show brought to you by BetMGM with Sam Phelan and our guy Jack Gentry right there. Absolutely looking forward to what they have in store. And Zach, the Titans are significant underdogs tonight. Look, there's no beating around the bush. This is an uphill climb. Uh, ESPN's matchup predictor has the Titans with a 14.2% chance to win tonight. A 14-point underdog in Miami Gardens, Florida. Hey, 75 degrees tonight and looks like it's going to be mostly uh, you know, good weather out there. I did see there's new turf uh, for the first time tonight on the field, but trying to see if you can slow down Tyreek Hill and the rest of that Miami track team with genius Mike McDaniel and the struggling four and eight uh, Titans led by Mike Vrabel and Will Levis. Zach, I, you know, I think each of us have one thing that the Titans must do to try to win tonight. I'm not saying one thing happens and the Titans will win. It's just a put yourself in position to have a chance type of game. So, Zach, where do you start with this conversation? So, and I'll put that in the chat. What's one thing that the Titans must do for a chance to upset the Dolphins tonight? We want to hear from you because I was going to go with this. And let's see here. Where was it? This is, I think, a great comment. Devin. Devin starts us out time of possession. Only way the Titans stand a chance. And Devin, I think that's a good uh, that's a good way to start. So we'll, we'll you get to your, I, your chat here in push, a second. I'm going to push back on that because okay, that's fair. The Titans can win time of possession if Tyree Kill has 60 plus yard touchdown catches. <laughs> you know, like yeah, that, that, that's why I'm I, not going with time of possession. Yeah. Tonight's a turnover game. You have to force turnovers. Pick, tip balls, but you have to steal possessions. And that's going to be tough because if you look at the difference between the two, the Dolphins' offense is one in overall offense, two in rushing offense, one in passing offense, and two in scoring offense. That's one, two, one, two. That's tough when you're going against, you know, and – the Dolphins have done this all year. This is the other hard part for me, Austin. I don't know if you've been watching in-season hard knocks with the Miami Dolphins, but no. it does exactly what they tell they they it makes you like these guys. And it makes yeah. you like this team where you'd otherwise probably not like it. So tonight's going to be fun to watch, but this is a turnover game. It's giving Will Levis, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Hopkins and those boys more opportunities by forcing turnovers. It's the only way, in my opinion, that you're going to be able to maybe 
get some more time of possession of taking the football back that if you can't do that and the Titans haven't been very good at, in the turnover mm-hmm. uh, category, but turnovers is the number one thing they must do to compete. I didn't even say compete uh, versus the dolphins tonight. It's just, how can you find yourself in striking distance of the game in the fourth quarter, right? Like that has to kind of be the goal. You have to hit checkpoints of avoiding the game being over. That's before competing. Over. Yes. That's competing. You may not win, but if there's five minutes left and it's a six point game and you may be down six, you're competing. Sure. Hell yeah. I, if it's a, if it's a one score game at any point in the second half, if you're down eight, tight- hell, if you're down eight at five, at five minutes left, you're competing. Uh, yeah, there's a yeah, no doubt. So you say turnover that I think that's absolutely one for sure. I'm gonna go a little bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go more specific. I think it's all about the Titans' offense and their ability to convert third downs. You know, you've talked about this all season, right? Is when the Titans lose, they're like three for fifteen on third down conversions because they're typically in for third and fifteen. <laughs> or, yeah, right. So if the if the Titans convert third downs offensively that kind of goes into what I was joking with, with Devin's time of possession comment, but it just allows the Titans offense to have more chances. When you get blown out in Jacksonville, it's because you only have 38 offensive snaps. It's because you're going three and out half a dozen times. And so if you can just get that first, first down on a drive, build some momentum and rhythm with that drive, and then see what happens. Tim Kelly, Here's another thing. He has not been afraid to go with the trick play. I mean, I'm totally down for the Titans tonight to just pull out everything else they have left in the back. Like whatever, like this is it. Like if you win this game, you're five and eight. You're even, you're flipped with the Jags who are eight and five and the division sucked yesterday, right? Everybody dropped uh, yesterday. So there is play the Texans who CJ Stroud is in concussion protocol. Exactly. At home, so, wearing Oilers throwbacks. The week after Frank Wycheck passed away. And there's going to be a little extra emotional juice, I feel, coming next week with all of the things at play uh, with, with what we've talked about. you got to put and, a helmet sticker on tonight. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's Yeah, I don't know how good. fast you can get a bunch of helmet 48, as we know. All you need is 48 helmet stickers from Mike Grable uh, to get them out there. But, yeah, I, I it's – can you convert third downs, keep the offense on the field, give Will Levis and Derrick Henry more opportunities, and then Tim Kelly, just do it. Whatever you've got in your bag, call it and see what happens. Now, no, don't be reckless, but borderline on it. Like If you're not pushing that boundary, then, then what are you doing? Just waiting for the clock to run down? Well, I, you bring up the third downs, which, uh, yeah, I'm all for that because I agree with you. But it kind of goes and beats what Bork is saying is score over 30, right? That, I feel like, is the traditional answer. Is like, okay, well, if you're going to compete, you're going to beat the Miami Dolphins. It, yeah, it's 30 points, right? You're going to have to score 30 points. If you convert third downs, you extend the, the game, right? And you, you the time of possession and you run the clock and you run Derrick Henry and you run the football and play good defense like the Titans – recipe calls for and you also squeeze what will levis actually has to do that's where i I think you don't have to score 30 points to beat the dolphins if you're good on third down 
And that's where the Titans want to be. Because the Titans can't score 30 points. I mean, they can't. Do you remember the last time they did? You've you've mentioned this before. It's not the Packers game, was it? No. I, I don't know. It was against the Dolphins. It was when they beat the Dolphins 31 to three in the rain at Nissan Stadium. Oh, to back. seal their fate. Yeah. Yeah. It the was Dolphins to, were vying for a playoff spot at that time. Uh huh. You sunk the Dolphins in December of 2021 to, God. they were done. And you just made Tua's life miserable, miserable that day. Now, Jeffrey Simmons not playing. Uh, you, you know, you, you've got Harold Landry had a massive day. That, 34 that to three, 34, three. Yeah. What, what date was that? You have it pulled up. I do. It was uh, right around this time of year, December, January right? 2nd, 2022. Oh, really? What? Okay. So it was later. It was the second to last week of the season, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So again, you sunk the dolphins that kept the Titans alive for, um, that one seat. Donta Foreman had 132 yards rushing. Just there's just there's whooped, your winner. Whoop the Dolphins that day. So if you if you do that, then we hit a Titan bingo, which we've been waiting for for weeks now. We're gonna score 30 points for a Titan bingo. But I think they haven't scored over 28 um, since that day. And so there's a there's a chance to you know shock the NFL world and see what else happens. Now I do have um, something else to get to. Uh, with when it comes to this game, so a couple of, a comment that made me think about something uh, here in a second. But first, the Bone and Joint Institute uh, is where you should go whenever that injury in life pops up. You never know when it's going to happen. It's always unfortunate when it does. Don't let that life injury become an inconvenience to your work life, family life, social life, especially around the holidays. It's always annoying to deal with the uh, adult injuries. Don't, don't let it linger. Go check out the experts in Franklin at the Bone and Joint Institute. They have all the resources and the experts under one roof right there in Franklin, Tennessee, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today in your Apple or Android app store. Get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses for new users. If you're a new user, make sure you use that bonus code. That's not for everybody. So like, you use the bonus code, there you go. That's where you can guarantee your opportunity right there. A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. You got two games tonight. I had another great weekend, and the Cowboys, how about them Cowboys? Last night, I had about three bets, including parlays that had Cowboys money line or Cowboys minus three, and bada-boom, bada-bing, I won those, so hopefully I can create that success. Also, I got a $5 uh, like free bet. Put that down on first touchdown scored by Saquon Barkley and Derrick Henry to win like $250. So oh, let's man. roll those dice. <laughs> let's see if I can be one of those, uh, you know, carry on the hot streak. Download the yeah. app. That's BetMGM uh, today. All right. So we're talking about this Titans-Dolphins uh, game. I'm, you know, I, I'm calling Tim for Tim Kelly to open up everything in his bag, go deep in it, throw whatever you got at the Miami Dolphins and Marvo. Uh, says, look at Austin wanting the Titans to stay in the in NFL purgatory to make it to the playoffs. So uh, this comment caught my eye because, one, I would rather talk about meaningful football 
over the next month and not have to talk about draft stuff until at least sometime in January, right? I want to get through the holidays before we have to start talking about Joe Alt, right? And <laughs> I'm dead serious. Like, yeah. And so, and plus, I don't think the Titans are necessarily labeled as an NFL purgatory if you think you got yourself a quarterback. Purgatory comes when you don't have a quarterback to build around and you're drafting in the middle of the team. Well, no, I think purgatory, what Marvo's saying is purgatory's 18. Purgatory's 15. The, the, picking where all the really good players are 1 through 12 because you, you can extend it out to maybe 13 because a quarterback and you're not going to take a quarterback. But that's what Marbo's saying is don't win enough games to be 14 or 15 or 16. But that's, purgatory, that's what he's saying. Purgatory is the Saints, the Falcons, right? Well, now, well, the Falcons are vying for the, the both well, those teams both are vying for playoffs. Yeah, I know. But like, like, yeah, okay, fine. Is there purgatory? Division. Purgatory is the entire NFC South. Out, yeah, in the entire NFC South. That's purgatory because they they all suck. Somebody's going to make the playoffs and still be in purgatory because they're going to lose a playoff game. And then you also can throw in Seattle if they miss the playoffs or. Uh, the Chargers, the char- they have a, the Jets, Vegas is in purgatory. Yeah, the but Titans, like, no, the Titans if they win not two games the rest of the year, they're picking like 14th, 13th. That, that's what Marvo's saying. Like, that's that's what he doesn't want, which I understand. Like, I get it. But I'm yeah. more with you, Austin, yeah. of if Will Levis starts, to, you got Traylon Burks back. Now, Jeffrey Simmons being out is going to be an issue, right? I mean, like, they, there's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. I'm not pulling any punches. But if you somehow, some way, find a, a way to keep this a close game, six point, you're down six with five minutes left to go, you score a touchdown, you win by one, you steal a game and shock everybody, which the Bears beat the Lions yesterday, boys and girls, right? Can happen. The Jets blew out the Texans. Right? And so, and yeah, Zach Wilson played weird, like good. So let's say that happens. Like I said, C.J. Stroud's in concussion protocol. I watched that thing live when he hit his head on the turf. And that was like New York concrete. Like that's, there's a protocol involved in that. So maybe it's Davis Mills at home next week. Like I said, you're those two games, you got the Texans again and the Jacksonville Jaguars who aren't playing very well. And let me tell you, the Seattle Seahawks, they're not very good either, especially with Drew Locke at, at quarterback. I don't mm-hmm. know if Gino will be back by that time, but maybe there's a chance where you're starting to inch and in, in claw your way into a playoff hunt because three of the teams that are in the playoff hunt are the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. All three of those teams lost yesterday. Yeah. And the the bummer is that if you just, if Craig Ackerman was fired a week earlier, you beat the Colts and then you're really in the thing. Yeah. uh, Who was the uh, Marvo? Yeah. We're all sitting here thinking a different, you know, speaking a different tune, dancing to a different tune if they beat the Colts last week, right? Yep. And that was a winnable game. Yeah, they had it. I mean, they really had it other than giving up a swing of eight points on special teams alone. Now, so again, I think the Titans are really not in purgatory if you have and believe in 
Will Levis. I, I see several people brought up. I can't find the exact comment that says like that, that's quarterback purgatory. The Titans are in NFL purgatory. I think NFL purgatory includes quarterback purgatory and you can avoid the whole purgatory situation. If you've got a young quarterback to build around, which I think the Titans do. But uh, anyway, we got a lot to talk about here. Long day here on A to Z sports. Cause you got buck rising tonight uh, this afternoon for Titan game day afternoon. Buck is in Miami for that game. And then we've got more pregame halves on the postgame action tonight. But Zach, are you ready uh, to get to the age game? I am ready. The question is, are, is everybody else ready? I will do my best to be ready. Age game coming up. But first, shout out Wilson County Hyundai. It's a great time to buy a new car. End of the year. The deals are there to be had. And even more at Wilson County Hyundai in Lebanon or online at Wilson County Hyundai. Dot com. So, Zach, I have the chat hidden. The floor is yours for the age game this Monday. We got a fun age game, and Devin, I, I agree with you. Really, the Bucks are the one in purgatory. I they're, they're a whole damn division. They're, they're a playoff team now, and that team's not a playoff team. Baker Mayfield. I, I did want them to win yesterday, though. So, that was fun. I got you know, there's a win yesterday. So, here's where I'm going to go for today's age game. This, I think, everybody can get. Don't be like Jake. Jake, I know you're out there. You be quick on the trigger. Quick, but don't hurry. Quick, but don't hurry. So the Titans are playing who tonight? The Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins. And the Miami Dolphins are involved in one of my favorite movies of all time, which is Ace Ventura Pet Detective. The head, yes. the lead, the lead actor is Jim Dan Carrey. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> is Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Well, it may so well, maybe you're maybe you jumped the gun, maybe you didn't. Ace Ventura, I watched a million times. And Ace Ventura's love interest is played by Courtney Cox. How old is actress Courtney oh. Cox today? That is your age game question. When Einhorn meets Finkel and Finkel meets Einhorn, how old is Courtney Cox? Hmm. All right. Man, another death to go off of for this age. Um, you know, when Matthew Perry passed at 54 recently. You're Courtney. looking for the age of Miss Melissa Robinson. That I is. didn't. I didn't remember. I watched this the uh, the second Ace Ventura more than I watched the first one for some reason. Oh God, the second one, the Slinky and the, and the Rhino. I, oh yeah, that's when you is overdone. About, uh, I mean, you, the, when you when I think of a sequel that is overdone, too big. I think of ah, it's pretty funny. Ace Ventura two. When Nature Calls, I think is what it's yeah. called. Um, all right, so Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox, let's see, 54. I believe her and Matthew Perry were fairly around the same age. Ah, oh, man, I have nothing else to go off of besides that. I'm just, uh, man. I'm going to say Courtney Cox is 52. 52. 52. Is that your final? That is my guess. That is my guess. Courtney Cox, 52. Austin is locking in 52. Let's go to the chat to see if 
the chat agrees with Austin. And if Austin is correct, we'll find that out. Alex starts us off as the first comment at 56. 56 is incorrect. 64 from Adam. That is also incorrect. We got a slew of 58s. Mark D goes 58. Jake goes 58. Lou Man goes 58. Incorrect. 67 from Stephen oh King. That's wrong. Orlando from 52. You said what? 52. Both of you are incorrect. Sam, 53. That's wrong. Lucas, 60. Close but no cigar. Eric, 56. Jay. I don't know if Jay has won. Maybe Jay has won. But Jay wins today and is our champion because Courtney Cox is 59 years old. Really? Three days from my birthday, June 15th, 1964. Courtney Cox, 59. Jim Carrey, 61. So two years hmm. difference, but right there in that same age. So Jay, we congratulate you. And can you confirm or deny, have you won before, Jay? I, I, I thought he was a two-time champion. I, I don't know if, if that is correct or not, but Jay, you are our champion. And we don't do this often. Actually, this is because it's Monday and I'm feeling nice Jay, exclusively, I'm going to give you 40% off of all of our merch. You can get yours today at shop.a-to-zsportsnational.com. I've actually gone in there in the last four seconds and changed all of our pricing to to yield 40% off merch for you, Jay. So congratulations. You get 40% off. I mean, that you can get one of these bad boys. This is a throwback right here, On Demand Sports Talk Network. You can get one of our, our pullovers. But 40% off for our guy, Jay, our champion right there. I just I just posted the link. Um, yeah, uh, A to Z Sports Shopify link in the chat. Yeah, do it. Get the pullovers. It's cold outside. The pullovers are nice. They're nice. They're fuzzy, warm. A good quality. The t-shirts are as soft as it can be. I actually just got some new t-shirts uh, to my house over the weekend because I just need a roof. While we're getting rid of the merch, I might as well get some myself uh, to yeah, restock my, my There you closet. go. 40% off right there for Jay. Um, That's right. All right, guys. Um, look, a, a unfortunate show today talking about and remembering the great uh, Frank Whitecheck, but uh, you know, a lot of reliving of positive memories from the early Titans days. Uh, so Buck Rising will be live this afternoon for his Titan game day afternoon live from Miami. And then Zach mentioned it, but uh, 15, uh, 30 minutes before uh, kickoff at 645 Central Time, Sam and Jack will have Titan game day live pregame, halftime, postgame. Shout out to all of our partners, X-Golf Nashville, Adventure Science Center, Jarrett Fire, Chim Chimney, Benham GM, the Mint Gaming Hall in the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry for all of that. So check that out, 645 Central Time for pregame and then halftime and postgame shows to follow. Make sure you hit the like button on the show. We'd appreciate that. It makes our content go further. Uh, so please hit that like button on both Facebook and YouTube on the way out of here. And we'll catch you guys later out throughout the day. And then tomorrow morning, reacting to Monday Night Football. Appreciate it as always.